Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here is our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to Second Wind, where we talk about just that, getting your second wind. You know, we as women go through so many transitions. We go through so many changes in our lives. And it's... Through those changes, sometimes we need some support, some encouragement. We need a little help in getting up, renewing, restarting, rebuilding, and creating a new you. So Second Wind was created for all women to remind us of how strong we are, how brave we are, and how we can move forward. And that second wind can be so exciting. So I am grateful that you are here today joining us and my wonderful guest. And before we start, I always encourage you to go get that cup of coffee, sit in your favorite chair, and relax. Take time to listen to what's shared here, but do it while you're enjoying yourself and and the time. So let's move on with my wonderful guest because I got, this is how I met Gail Carson, my guest today, starting Second Wind, and she found me over the internet. Says, Joyce, I've just written a song on Second Wind. This is so surprising that we I found you. So we connected, and it's just been a joy to be exposed to Gail's music because it's to me it so relates to the the pain. It's so real. I like saying that about your music, Gail. Uh, it's so, it just really talks about real life in her words. And they're so, they're full of encouragement. So I'm excited to welcome Gail here today. And she's just amazing with what she's created in, in her brief years, Gail. Uh, she's produced over 13 CDs since 2008 her music is about life about real life the pains the the things that stop us it's i was listening just not too long ago to one of her songs called the mirror and as we mature ladies you know we look in the mirror and it's 
just not what we wanted, what we expected. We want to be 20 forever. So it's such a delightful song, and it's so real. I loved listening to it. But she now lives in Florida and has for many years. And she's not only a songwriter and a performer that records her music, creates her music, records her music, but she's a photographer. And she does it in sort of a give-back method, which I love. She helps with the... She's a volunteer as a profession, a photographer for the major festivals throughout Florida to give the musicians promotional photos to help them succeed in their career. I applaud that. It's a wonderful thing to be doing for fellow uh, travelers in trying to create and give to other people. She loves video and she created, because she was a late mother, she created and found the need for families to have a book that guided them with some of the fun things to do in the in Florida for her children. Well, I'm always surprised that, well, not really surprised, but... When a woman has a passion such as Gail has for music, that it starts with us very young, as it did with her in the fifth grade where she was a viola player. And uh, she couldn't get away from the stringed instruments, so now she's with the guitar. But she, she definitely has had a history of music always reappearing in her life whenever she'd take a turn, go back, have another baby, come back to music. Music is her love. So, Gail, welcome. Thank you for saying yes and being on the show again. Thank you so much for having me here, Joyce. <laughs> it's my pleasure and honor to be on Second Wind. Oh, well, you know, I just, I as I read your bio, it was just so interesting how, and I think this happens to a lot of us, where we are touched by our passion early in life, and then as we develop, we get maybe off course or we're pulled away by life, and but there's that inner calling that keeps calling us back to our passion. So I loved, all through your, your story, you you went off, you came back. You went off, you came back. Not because you chose to, but sometimes it's just life. Mm -hmm. So, but what was it that it just kept you? I mean, uh, you've just always been so connected to music. I love the, uh, the uh, in the 20s when you had Gail Carson and the Key of G band that you created. <laughs> and played all over Florida, I believe you said, during those years. That was well, around Michigan, yeah. Oh, Michigan. Uh-huh. Okay, Muskogee. Mus Muskegon. Mich yeah, Muskegon. Michigan, Michigan, yeah. And uh, we played all over and uh, a, a lot of churches. We It was a contemporary Christian band. Uh -huh. And, uh, um, well, um, Jeff Lightfoot played bass and Rick mm -hmm. Zernt played guitar and... Uh, um, we uh, um, played at churches and um, 
um, on cable TV. Uh, we did a lot of cable TV and talk shows. It was um, it was a blast. We made some music videos, and uh, I know I should dig those up. I should. Dig those up. <laughs> you oh should definitely gosh. put those on your YouTube site. We sure had fun, and uh, <laughs> it was um, it was a joy. We made two um, albums uh-huh. back back then, and uh, but you know, and then um, you know, and then. You know, um, we just we just phased out and then went into a different phase. But right. yes, music has been a constant theme for me. And you know what they say? They say that you know you don't choose music; music chooses you. Ah, and um, music chose me when I was very young. You know, and it um, it healed me and it helped me process the world and uh, and uh, and. By processing the world, it goes through my, you know, I, I, I experience life. And uh, and then life filters through me, through my Gale filter. And yeah. and the songs come out through that Gale filter. And um, um, I turn challenges into lemonade, you know. Right. <laughs> oh, well, I said you started on a viola correction. That was a violin. Yes, as a violin. I am you know? so sorry, my dear. That's okay. That's but okay. anyway, the violin is is uh, a beautiful instrument. I, you know, I'm a big orchestra fan, so I always uh, love the stringed instruments. Was the uh, transition from the violin to the guitar easy? Well, they're different animals, but they're all, um, you know, they're all animals, you know. Uh, uh, I love, I love playing, I loved playing the violin and being in the orchestra. That whole orchestral experience um, taught me so much. And it was, was a constant theme throughout my uh, growing up years in all the elementary, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school and college. And, Mm -hmm. um, um, you know, I wasn't very good. Well, well, you we know, start. Yeah, I know. You know, I, I tried on the violin, but you know, I really um, excelled in in writing songs. But I tell you what, being in the orchestra and uh, and working on those pieces, all the classics, all those melodies came into my heart and soul and became part of me. And um, and now, looking back. Um, my takeaway from all that orchestral experience is all of those melodies and the interactions between the instruments and uh, the way uh, um, the way all the, the harmonies blended. I, I, I take that and it all went into my heart and soul and it comes out mm-hmm. when I go to reach inside myself to uh, create these songs. Um, I can reach into that and um, and uh, it, it helps me in my productions it helps me to think um, like an orchestra and uh, create different string parts and bass parts and uh, harmony parts, and so it's it's all it's all um, helped in my my uh, walk, my musical right. walk. Right. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think it's so interesting when a talent reappears like it did in your life. It does not always, to me, happen that. In so in everybody's life, but it kept reappearing and kept calling you back mm-hmm. uh, throughout your life, and so I thought that was so interesting as I read your bio, mm-hmm. and you answered every time you came back. I answered every time it came back, <laughs> and and that's true. You know, you know, you can, you know, 
I, I feel like angels are coming along with me in my ride in my life. And, uh-huh. and, um, you know, they, they, uh, they sing to me and I feel those melodies and, uh, and, but I had to suppress it when I was too busy with my children when they were little and yeah. um, responsibilities. I had to suppress that, but, um, but my heart kind of ached and it needed, um, right. it yeah. music kept seeking me. It kept knocking on my door. And so, yeah. you know, I let it in because it, it's very healing to me. Right. We'll be back. We're going to take a short break, but we'll be back to hear some of Gail's music and to also joy, enjoy more of her journey reconnecting with her music. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With Baby and Toddler Instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author, and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Gail Carson, a songwriter and a performer, a singer. And she has had such a magical journey, not without detours, which I think makes Gail so interesting. Always she returned to her love because it's when we get back to our core, our core, and her core is definitely music. One of her core values is definitely her love of music. And so anyway, so you will have sort of a feel. I'm going to want to uh, play one of her songs for you. So you 
get the gist of the song. Now, before we play this song, Gail, sort of set the three minutes in something song up for us. Okay, well, you know, all of my songwriting reflects kind of the challenges that I have gone through or or things that I have learned and processed. And a lot of times the answers come through to me in a, in a form of a song and, and, um, and it with, with hopes that the challenges that I go through, um, when people hear my songs that they can relate to that and help them in their challenges. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it becomes kind of like a stepping stone through, you know, through um, through their challenges. And this song, um, you know, I I um I took a trip up to Nashville this past summer, and uh, which was a very <laughs> a, high, a highlight of my life. Yes, it was a highlight of my life. Yes. It's something that I, you know, um, I I it was up there, way up in the top. Something unachievable for me for many many years. And. Yeah. I just realized that, you know, you know, you never know till you try. And so yeah. I decided to um to make that happen. And mm-hmm. and uh I and all the ducks came in a row and and you know it's so weird. People you know, God kind of directed uh how this all came about and he put mm-hmm. people in my life mm-hmm. to help me. And people actually, um, I had a lady friend fan who came all the way from Mississippi to come wow. and, ass- and assist me. Her huh? goal was to come and assist me. And then I had another friend who just moved to Nashville that particular weekend that I happened to be coming in. And he also assisted me. He was uh. moving there. And, and it was all like a divine thing because I was yeah. so scared and I was so mm-hmm. afraid of being all alone going up there and to, um, to this place. And, um, so right. that was very comforting. But anyways, yeah. before I got there, I was thinking about all these challenges that I would face and all these, um, the things that are going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. And it really inspired me to write a song about it before I even, you know, was up there. Mm-hmm. And this well, one song called three minutes and something, um, was all about, how it feels like to get up on stage as a singer-songwriter <laughs> and share your heart and soul, the hot lights beating on your face. You know, every imperfection you have is exposed to the audience. And, right. um, you know, and I felt it and I could taste it, and, you know, I could, and I uh, visualized it and, and I experienced it. And, uh, and I wrote a song about it to maybe help other people. Um, understand what it's like Uh, but don't you think you also do that as part of your processing mm -hmm. you know your own self to that's the way you help get yourself through the experience is you put it to words and sing it absolutely correct yes oh and it does help other people because it makes other people it helps other people realize no matter who you are you you go through all these fears yes but you go through them (laughs) <laughs> and so so this is cool because um, the three minutes and something song I had visualized singing at the Bluebird Cafe. Yeah. Um, and and it actually really happened. Oh, I and I, I got to the Bluebird Cafe and uh, and when I stepped up on that stage, I was like it was like deja vu all over again. And I relived that song because, <clears throat> you know, I was imagining what it would be like. But yeah. everything 
that I was imagining was really happening to me. And uh, right. it was quite remarkable. And yeah. I was able to share this song with a whole room full of singer-songwriters that were going through the same thing. And it was, uh, it was magical. Yeah. All right. So if we're ready to play, then we'll play this song. Three Minutes and Something. This song is about the challenge songwriters face as they approach the stage with all the lights on them and all the people watching them. They have to share their heart and soul right there in front of a bunch of strangers and make them all feel something, all in three minutes and something. I try to capture all those feelings that I go through and share it with everybody here. Three minutes and something. Biting my lip, waiting for my name to be called Climbing up a step, careful not to trip and fall Feeling the hot lights on my face, exposing every flaw Facing my fears, staring at the end of the microphone Filling my ears My confidence is over the bed gone Tumbling the words Out of time, out of rhyme Rolling in my head all gone Three minutes and something To share my heart with feeling Three minutes and something To bear my soul with meaning To give my day what I know, what I believe in, and do it all in three minutes or something. Three minutes or something. Racking my head, I sing a little piece of my heart and soul. Tugging on the thread, the one that connects the human in us all Opening heart doors, building soul bridges and crumbling every wall Three minutes and something to share my heart with feeling Three minutes and something to bear my soul with meaning To give my take on the world what I know, what I believe in, and do it all in three minutes and something, three minutes and something. I close my eyes and let the melody carry me. To give my take on the world What I know, what I believe in And do it all Three minutes and something Three minutes and something Three minutes and something 
applauding. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> that so says it, Kale. Really. Uh, you know, as a frustrated singer, one that can sing in the shower but not on stage, um, I so relate and connect with what you say because somehow getting on stage and singing is so revealing. It's like you take off all your clothes and you stand there absolutely nude Mm -hmm. and you're sharing your feelings. Even if it's singing somebody else's song that doesn't, it's not your own as you've written yours, but I, I just don't understand why that is so revealing. Well, you know, you know, especially when you write your own songs, you know, because it comes right from your heart and your soul and your belief system. And you're standing up there and saying, this is who I am. And mm-hmm. you're putting yourself up for um, um, rejection and, and criticism. And, mm-hmm. and it's, um, you know, it's all that, especially mm-hmm. when it when it's when you're talking, you know, when, when you're talking from your heart and your soul and what you believe in. Right. Now, for the listeners out there that might be saying, but I don't sing. How does this apply to me? It applies to you anytime you step outside your comfort zone. Yeah. In other words, I want to do this, but I'm afraid somebody will criticize me. Mm-hmm. I want to lead this group, but I may make a mistake. And who hasn't made mistakes? I have. I'll raise my hand. Um, but Still, it's stepping up. And once you do it once, let me tell you, the second time is so much easier. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you do make a mistake, you just kind of patch your wounds and you get up again. But I just love that you were able to put these feelings, which we all feel with no matter what we're doing. Is it getting up to speak at our church meeting? Is it getting up to speak at my child's uh, PTA meeting? Is it asking a question at a PTA meeting? Whatever that is, I love that you, Gail, were able to put words to it. That's so strong and so courageous. I think going to Nashville was very courageous. Yeah, I had a lot of fears about that, and yep. I have, a, and you know, it inspired me. Like before I even got there, I wrote several songs about um, uh, my feelings about going up there, and yeah. I hope to hear, um, I hope to play one of those songs coming up. Well, we it's are going to play. Which it's one called, is that? It's called "Walking Me Home." I want to talk oh, okay. about that one. All right. Well, we are going to go to break now, but I hope you all enjoyed hearing a little bit of Gail's unique music because it's so personal. We will be back and we will talk about walking me home and facing those fears that we all have to face, whether it's standing up in front of local folk or going to someplace new and standing up and saying, look at me, this is who I am. That's it. So we're going to take a break. Thanks. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. 
Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success? More stability? More happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smart strategies and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens, to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's paying it forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Okay, how did you like Gail's music? Isn't it awesome? Three minutes and something tells us about facing that fear. But the fear starts really much earlier than that. It's That was the immediate when she walked up on the stage and went through the actual experience. But there's also a, a, a period that you prepare yourself for that, that experience. I'll share a story, a personal story of mine. Um, I, when I bought an a, um, auction item at our <clears throat> symphony. We have a small symphony in Tyler, Texas. And of course, we raise money. We're always raising money for our symphony. As you know, um, takes money to run those wonderful organizations. And so one of them was to conduct the symphony. And so I, I bought that. And I am so reliving this journey of Gail's journey to Nashville with my journey to get up on the stage. So I relate really quite well with her topics, the event, which was being in Nashville. And then it took the preparation of of setting yourself up, understanding the journey, and just what you do before you do that. Now, Gail, I sort of told you about this, but I'm I'm curious why, or e- even if you understand, why your music has such strong messages and how you've been so able to relate it to everyday things. I just think it's wonderful that you've been able to do that. 
Well, from as long as I can remember, you know, I've been a, a spiritual person and mm-hmm. I, I think that way and I process things that way. And I, I, I know that I have angels that are helping me mm-hmm. um, um, and I can feel it and I can, um, I can um, appreciate it. And I recognize that I have spiritual beings helping me in my walk. And so, you know, it doesn't mean I don't have challenges. In fact, they probably give me more challenges um, to, to see how I deal with it. And uh, it's, they want to keep their job. <laughs> <laughs> so they put hurdles in front of me and I have to yeah. figure out how to, um, to, uh, to get by. And um, I'm compelled to share it with other people and to help other people. I'm compelled to. And uh, so many of my songs, not all of them, but many of my songs have um, messages on, and there's a recurring theme of, um, you know, of encouragement Right. because, you know, I'm a very, you know, I'm very insecure person inside, you know, I, I, and, and I, I, I'm determined to overcome that part of me and, and I want to bring everybody with me. Yeah. You have a big dream, and um, so we, many of us have those doubts and fears created in growing up, just created in our environments. So we we will be listening to Walk Me Home in a few minutes, so I'm going to give that little cue to our, our director there. But, um, you know, when you um, face things like we have, and, and Gail was very, very correct. She has some one other songs, but today we're primarily focusing on the courage it takes to step outside of your comfort zone and to really grow to the next step. Go to the next step. That may be going out to get a job when you've never had to get a job before. It may be something like that. So don't just cut us off saying, well, this relates to music or this relates to getting on stage. It can be as simple as getting a job. If you've never had to go out and get a job, it can be overwhelming, full of fear. So women in transition, listen, this this goes to all of us. So now let's hear about Walk Me Home. Walking Me Home. Everyone feels scared and alone sometimes when they are out of their comfort zones. I wrote this song when I was feeling scared and alone, but I was trying to reassure myself that all I really have to do is believe that my angels will light my path and guide my road. And I visualized them holding my hand and walking me through all the valleys and shadows known to man. Walking me home. Whatever is the goal 
whatever fate tomorrow brings, I'll not worry anymore. I'll raise my hands. I will not fear. I know my angels are standing near, guiding my path, lighting my road. Comforting to know that there's somebody you're not walking alone, no matter where you are. You've got this group of angels, you've got whatever spirit you have walking with you, higher being, whatever it is that is your strong hand that leads you. So, Gail, walking home was about preparing you. You wrote this when you were going to Nashville. I was going into, you know, an uncomfortable situation out of my comfort zone. (laughs) Yes. You know, I was going to be all alone, but I I had to realize and I had to trust that, you know, my angels and everybody has angels, you know. Right. You have to just tune into it and recognize that, you know, 
nothing that's going to happen to you, um, you you can you can uh, you can cope. You'll be able to to deal with whatever happens, because angels are going to be walking and holding your hand all the way. One of the things that I I want to remind or share with the audience as well is that you had the angels, which was the spiritual support, but then you also had by uh, plan by I. Uh, 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 the two friends that showed up for you, which were supports physically for Absol- you. They were human angels. Absolutely. Yes. Right. It manifested in human uh-huh. angels that uh-huh. felt somehow they felt compelled to help me. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was, it was kind of interesting um, in the, um, if I may just relate to my experience when I conducted that symphony in just two Saturdays ago, that one of the two of the things I walked away with was the support. I just announced it on Skype that I was going to do this fun thing, not Skype, Facebook. And I got so I got almost 250 uh, hits and words of encouragement and support from friends all over the world. And then also the members of the orchestra were there they were like yeah this you this will help us this you know they were there encouraging me so I almost felt like it was not just me going for this dream that I had but I had this whole group of people supporting me Mm -hmm. which I'm thinking that's what you're saying as well absolutely yep yeah yep when you're tuned into that spiritual level when you're tuned Uh into that it Uh seems like on that plane there's other people there to meet mm-hmm. and to greet, there's other people there that are there that surround you with um, with with warmth and support. It's wonderful. Right. So, anytime we step outside of our comfort zone, we don't usually step alone. We we have other support there with us, whether we physically can see them or not. Mm-hmm. We um, have support that help us walk those difficult times. Now, that song is on. Your, we have about a minute here, and that song is on a new CD, Gail. Or, mm-hmm. uh, yes, all right, we only have 30 seconds. So, when I come back, I want to tell the listeners how they can get your music because it is just so inspiring and fun and happy. And uh, because you, you do have a lot of happy songs, all right. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Secret Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velasi's words, when we do 
old things in new ways and new things in old ways. We paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Vilasi is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures. To her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons, her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine, and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the Woohoo Radio. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the WOW Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wave. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We have been talking today with Gail Carson, songwriter, performer, photographer, mother of three, May I say, we have not mentioned that, Gail. A wife, I mean, you have many attributes. So anyway, but we primarily focus this today on facing the fears, but do not think that is the depth, the the width of Gail's music, because she has such wonderful albums as in CDs, one about Christmas, she's got one about Florida, um, hearts, tears, hugs, laughs, mirrors, uh, quite a, a, a widespread of subjects. So, Gail, if you would share with my listeners um, how they can find your music and, and find the other 13 CDs that you have, your collection, what that might. What. Well, I have 13 CDs, and they're all organized according to themes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Christmas, 
Um, I have Florida, hearts, mm -hmm. tears, hugs, laughs, mirrors, signs, pearls, diamonds, gems, lessons, and blessings. The mm -hmm. last two are the our newest ones in the past few months. There's 15 songs on each CD, and you can buy them at www.gailcarson.com through PayPal. Cool. Yeah. So, and that's the, that is, you've produced those uh, since 2008. Mm -hmm. right? Yep. So you do a lot of writing. How many, uh, do you write a song every day? No, no, no. Every but, week? Uh, you know, you know, it, it goes through phases. Um, but I, when I write, um, uh, um, you know, I, I live my life and I deal with challenges and, uh, and it comes out through a song. Yeah. And, um, and I'm working well, on another one now. I'm working on another CD now. Do you ever write for special, I mean, do people ever ask you to write for special events? Is that ever done? Um, not, uh, not really, but sometimes I'll think about certain, certain events. Like, for example, you know, um, well, this past summer I've dealt with a lot of grief um, mm. because um, so I've had some, um, some, you know, dear friends who have passed away and, mm -hmm. and, um, and then, um, and it really affected me deeply, and it throws me. And uh, um, so, you know, when I'm down there, I, I, uh, I try to process the grief, and that came out in songs too. So I have several songs um, this summer that have dealt with grief, and um, um, and it's re it helped me mm -hmm. deal with the grief, and it also helped other people deal with their grief as well. So. Um, right. I was happy to be able to do that, even though it hurt. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. Well, grief is is really it's um, we all go through grief, and yet we don't know how to process it, you know. And we all do it our own way. But um, grief is its own animal because we don't talk about death very much. We like ignore it, like it's not going to happen, <laughs> and it is going to happen to all of us. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, I have done some grief um, coaching work. Not I did not coach it, but I did study it for a bit. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a subject that's very deep and very wide. Mm -hmm. So I'd like for our last song that we listen to today to be "It's All About the Song" because we've taken you from the event, which was her trip to Nashville, then the preparation, and now I'd like for you to hear the results. The results of the dream can be awesome, they can have disappointment, they can be over the top, but there is a there is a, an inner courage that comes from experiencing a dream that nobody can touch. Because you have done the dream. Do you agree with me, Gail? Absolutely. That's exactly it. You know, no matter what people say, you can go. I went up there with high expectations and I experienced a whole range of emotions and experiences. And, uh, you know, you go up there with a dream and, and there's a lot of, um, well, you know, 
in Nashville, you know, people, yeah. be, they want to put you in a certain box and they want mm -hmm. you to make you sound a certain way and they want you to look a certain way and act a certain way. And, you know, and I don't fit in any of those boxes, <laughs> none of them. But you know what? That's OK. It's OK. And that's what I have learned through this process is it's OK. And it doesn't matter what people will say about you as an right. individual at your art is your art and they can't change your destiny. If you are just destined to do this with all your heart and soul, there is, there is no human being in this world who can stop that destiny. And yeah. so I'm, this is my song for all my songwriter friends out there and all my creative friends out there in any, any endeavor, anybody right. who has a dream out there, don't let any human being stop that dream because they're just human beings and they can't stop your destiny. And that's what this song is all about. All right, let's play It's All About the Song. About the song. This is a song I wrote when I was in Nashville. It's about how Nashville tries to make everyone sound the same and look the same and will fill you with doubts about your own abilities. It's about how all the things people will say to you about your songs in Nashville. The point of this song is that no matter what people say about you and your music, and they'll say whatever they want to say, but they cannot change your destiny. This is a song of encouragement for all the songwriters out there. enough You're too old to play Nobody wants to hear What you're bringing to the state You're not country enough You don't wear the right shoes You can't make it in this town Without paying lots of dues They can dash your hopes Kill your plans, drown your dreams with their opinions. They can say what they want, but it won't change a thing. Cause they can't change your destiny. It's written on the stars since the day that you were born. You got something to say, and you'll say it in a song. It's not about fortune, and it's not about fame. It's all about the song, and what your heart has to say. It's all about the song, and what your heart has to say. Your style is too weak Your writing's all wrong You got to go on back To the place you call home You can't come to this town And make big plans Cause you were just one Of thousands of them They can dash your hopes Kill your plans Drown your dreams with their opinions They can say what they want But it won't change a thing Cause they can't change your destiny It's written on the stars Since the day that you were born 
you got something to say, and you'll say it in a song. It's not about fortune, and it's not about fame. It's all about the song and what your heart has to say. It's all about that song and what your heart has to say. Gail. That song is in everybody. I believe everybody has a song. Mm -hmm. And you have said it beautifully that it doesn't matter what other people say. And it doesn't matter if it's in your vision one way. It can happen and look a different way. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can think, I want to do it this way. But the universe says, no, you'll be more effective this way. So let's go this way. And he'll gently nudge you that way. Mm -hmm. I have found that. And your music is inspirational to me and to every person that listens to it. So thank you for your gifts, Gail. Thank you so much for having me on your show. It's, um, it's, it fills my heart with happiness to know that it helps other people. Ah, well, I'm uplifted. <laughs> so, and I just will plan to share. So folks can get your music where really quick? www.gailcarson.com What a great gift to give somebody that's going through a difficult time. What a great gift to listen for yourself every day as you go through life. Because we meet challenges and we need our support musically and through our friends. So friends, I thank you for being here. Gail, I thank you for sharing your music and your spirit with us today. Thank you so much. And look forward to the next time that we gather on Second Wind. So friends, I'm leaving now, but I will so look forward to being with you next week. And I hope you'll be here because we'll have another fabulous guest like Gail, who shared her journey and shared her truth. Joyce Buford returns next week at the same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 